the fuck are these guys? Oh, God help their generation. Get Wi-Fi anywhere you go. Hold up. Okay, okay, I'll say it. It's old man Kevin, and the BS presents... It's better than radio. The Clueless 2 Podcast. All right, here we are, uh, the late night show with the Clueless 2. It's... Like, yeah, the late night show. I, I had that idea. Yeah. I wrote it down. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and I just <laughs> I just remembered you saying that now because it's it's late night. Uh, but I think it's just a good um, a good time for it. It's a very creative time for late night. Yeah, I feel like I do better work late at night. I really do because I feel like all the hustle and bustle in the world's kind of like calmed down a little bit. You know, there's nobody calling you at midnight. Well, really, nobody's calling you after like eight o'clock. What? Business wise. Oh, yeah. I mean, people still call you. It's not like it's the 80s, you know. Yeah. Eight o'clock, that's dinner time, time to go to bed, all right? <laughs> all the people in the phone booth are, are done plugging and playing. You know, uh, the operators? Yeah, the operators. <laughs> Dude, I could not imagine doing a job like that. You're literally just plugging in like aux cords all day, switching wonder, around aux cords. <laughs> I want to know who decided, all right, fuck this. There's got to be a better way. Yeah. You know, it was probably like a disgruntled employee or something. There was probably a bazillion of them working there. You know, yeah, I don't know how many they had and how many call centers like people working there. But you imagine just unplug this, plug this in, plug this in, plug that in. I feel like uh, that's a very monotonous job. <laughs> God almighty, what the fuck came out of your lungs? I was just, you know, it was like a feather or cat hair or something. You know, <laughs> something itchy. I had fe- to get it out. Where would you been around a feather? I don't know. Cat hair, more likely. Yeah, Ash Mini. Yeah, Ash I'll get Mini. I'll get it like in my eyeballs. Like I can feel it, like in my eyes. You ever get that? Or you can feel it, like Something in your scratchy. mouth. Yeah, but you can't get it. You know. Oh yeah. I, like, I mean, I've lost a few contacts that have uh, rolled behind my eyeball. What? They're never to be found again. <laughs> Where do they go? So, I mean, if we have time for the story, I, yeah, I know go ahead. Off track. But, Roll on, motherfucker. Um. So it's the seventh grade. I haven't been able to see out of my right eye for about two months now. So you couldn't see or hear? You had half your vision and half your ears? Well, yeah. I mean, I had <laughs> I had, I had, this shade, this black shade that was slowly progressing down my the right eye. Like, I couldn't see anything out of it. And it was like window tint on your eyes? Exactly. It, it, it was like this black shade. I mean, and every day it would go down a little lower. And, you know, uh, I told my mom about a month ago at the time, and um, we were at Disney World, and she was like, all right, well, uh, we just we both kind of blew it off, you know? Like, I don't know <laughs> what the hell I was thinking. Like, I couldn't fucking see. Oh, I can only see out of half my right I, I eye, just, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure it'll clear up. Because it first started happening, I just blinked. I remember I was at the Cotton Pickin' Fair, and I'm walking to the car, and I blinked, like I could see in both eyes completely, and I blinked, and then the right eye has a shade, and it's up high. And then like two months later, it's almost three quarters, almost completely cannot see out of my right eye. And I get pulled from class, my mom's racing me to, uh, whatchamacallit, Scottish, Scottish right? Yeah, that's where I went. Wait, no, so when was the point that you were like, all right, I got to tell someone about this. I can't fucking see. Well, I told my mom I was at, we were at the Nickelodeon suite, you know, in Orlando. And I was like, Mom, I'm sitting on this Rugrat uh, bunk bed. And I'm like, Mom, I, I have this, like, thing that I, like, I can't see out of my right eye, you know? 
and uh, we're getting ready to go to uh, the Magic Kingdom or Epcot, and she's like, well, let's just talk about it later. And um, my mom finally calls the doctor about it, and they're like, the doctor's like, get him in the the doctor's office <laughs> right away. And, you know, this is like two weeks we've been back from Disney World, and I get yanked out of class, and <laughs> we go to... Um, Did you think you were in trouble when he got yanked out? I didn't know what the hell was going on. I just, you know, hear Miss Charlotte on the intercom, August Hester, please come to the front office to check out. That, I can't remember how they used to say it. Yeah, to come to the front office, I guess for... So if they didn't say check out, you knew it was scary. You ever, did you ever do something bad at school and then you're One just time. like you were like waiting for the the intercom to come on and call your names? You've been caught, and every time the intercom would come on, you just get this chill. You're like, oh god, please don't be me, <laughs> <laughs> please don't be me. But uh, okay, yes, yeah. so I get pulled from class, and um, we finally get to the doctor's office, and the doctor wants to take my contacts out. Like I don't know why I couldn't do it myself. But uh, she takes the left one out, and then she loses the right one. Like, she pushes what? it to the back of my head. <laughs> and she's could like... feel it? Well, I could feel her fingers doing this <laughs> against my eyeball for about two minutes. I was like, okay. I, just, like, not, pinching it? <laughs> yes. Like, and then I try to do it, and then we're just like, well, I guess that's... The doctor had, like, no idea what to do next. So he's like, I guess we'll just leave it there. He'll be like, huh, so, so you puts it to the back of his eye. Like, has that ever happened? No, first time. Like, <laughs> we'll leave it. We'll see what happens. We'll call it science. <laughs> Whatever. And uh, they told me that I had a retinal detachment. So it was so, pretty common surgery. So that was like, uh, it's basically like the HDMI cord getting unplugged from the TV? Well, <clears throat> imagine you're watching a movie in like 1960 and they have like the the film the roll of film like we're in 1960 watching a movie or we're watching a 1960s film well any movie that has like the the roll of film oh okay yeah 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 so the retina of your eye acts like film uh-huh. light shines through it and it makes the it makes the image well my retina which is the layer of your eyeball my retina detached like the layer just fell down and it was slowly tearing <clears throat> and just coming off away from my eyeball. How does how does that happen? It just happens. There's no um, cause for it. You know, I guess you're either born so, with good retinas <clears throat> and you're or you're not. So, so did they take your eyeball out? They cut a knife. They cut my eyeball. They opened up my eyeball. And like they, cut it in half, like long ways. Uh, I'm sure they cut it from the side. I don't know how they did it, really. Um, but they opened up my eyeball. They took a laser. They pretty much welded my retina back together, uh-huh. and then they went to my left eye and repaired my retina. Like they used the laser, and they like I guess. Oh, so they went ahead and did both eyes? Yeah, they just, while they like, in there? they welded one back, and then they repaired my left eye without you, cutting into my left eye. Were you awake during this? Fuck no. No? I was, I was out. <laughs> did, I know when you get surgery. I'll never forget my anesthesiologist's name. What was her name? Dr. Goodnight. Really? And my, and then. Was that really his last name? Or they, yes. Just, what? Was it a chick or a dude? It was a dude. Dr. Goodnight. <laughs> and. Uh, 
my um, surgeon was a Asian lady, and her name it was uh, I think it was either Doctor Yan Yam <laughs> Yan, but she said there was another surgeon there. Their name was Doctor Payne. Doctor Payne. <laughs> it might have been my doctor. I can't remember. Go ahead. Hello, I am Doctor Payne. You're gonna have a Dr. great experience today. But yeah, but yeah, that lady. Uh, just, you just reminded me of that lady pushing that fucking uh, the contact to the back of your head. I was in. I can't remember what I was in the doctor for, but they had to hook an IV up. And it's this old ass lady, man. I mean, she's got like these beady eyes, and I got my arm out, and she's done got the the tourniquet wrapped around there or whatnot. <laughs> She's over there. She poked me at least six times before she found the fucking vein. I was like, oh, because, you know, you can, like, feel the needle rubbing against your vein. Yeah. Oh, that's, like, the, the worst feeling ever. Yeah, it's always that it's different. Like, getting an IV is way different than getting, like, a, a shot or a vaccine or whatnot. Yeah, because it's still staying in you. you yeah, know? It gets I hate sore. that feeling, like, like, when you get it in your hand. Oh, I love it in the hand. You just, like, I keep my hand like this, just straight. Like, I'm afraid to bend it and, like, kink the needle. Like, it break off and, I don't know, shit like that. Well, that was the problem I was having when I was in the hospital when I broke my leg is they had it in my arm, and I kept uh, wanting to bend my arm in because I was tired of holding it like that. And every time I did it, it would kink. The alarm would go off, and it happened, like, every 10 minutes when i fall asleep. So they taped a like a board to the back of my arm. <laughs> and then I was, like, ripping it off, like, through the tape still. So they just put it in the back of my hand. I was like, why did we not just do this from the beginning? Put it in the back of my hand. Would Wait, that not why, make... do you, why did you keep flexing your arm? I, I would just like close my arm because I, I was trying what? to sleep. You know? oh, I didn't oh want to God. sleep with my arm straight out like that. I'd been like that for you know hours already yeah. trying to keep it un, unkinked. But no, yeah, Scott, Scottish right. They that's, that's probably the places with the hottest nurses, I'd have to say. Children's hospitals. Do you remember your nurse's name? Uh, no, no, I don't. I had April. April was mine. How long were you in the hospital? Was that like a one day or two day thing? Uh, I woke up, I went to the, where did I go to have that surgery? I guess, oh, it was at Emory. So I woke up, drove to Emory and had the surgery and then I went home that day. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I couldn't pick up anything, like anything heavy for like two months, three months. What? Why? I guess does that strain when your you, eyes? When you pick up stuff, you know you you put pressure on your eyeball, so you know that would just be bad. I could blow the stitches out of my eye. Ugh! So they got stitches. They had stitches in your eyes. Yep. And then they just dissolved after a while. Could you see the stitches? <sighs> no, it was well. My vision when I woke up uh, was there was no dark shade, but. And there was a light passing through, but everything was, like, kind of blurry and squiggly. Like, oh, okay. Everything I look... Like was, you're having, like, a migraine or something? It, no, uh, no pain, really. Uh, itching like a motherfucker. I, like, I wanted to scratch the shit out Which of my Which is, like, eyes. squirting bottles of saline in the motherfucker? Yeah, it's <laughs> like your eyes all crusty as hell. You just, you just want to just scrape the crust out and just... Could you see right after that, though? Like, right after surgery? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was kind of blurry. It was like I was looking through... A Dr. Seuss book. Like, everything was what? like... Like, a flagpole would be, like, fat on the bottom or and fat in the middle. And then, like, you know, it would just be curvy, you know? <laughs> so, it slowly got better. And, uh... I, I still... It's just hard to explain. Like, the vision is... It's different from my left eye. 
Oh, really? Is it better or worse? You know, I want to say it's better than my left eye. I mean, I've been flashed so much uh, like as a welder. boobs? Oh. You know, <laughs> it's bad. I lost a lot of vision at my last job. Wait, from uh, welding, I guess? Oh, you yeah. just didn't have a hood on or everyone in the shop's just welding? and. Well, I had this welding hood that had a grind mode, and I forget that the grind mode was on, and then I'd be like, bam! <laughs> Ow! God! Like, I would do it like two or three times in a row. I'd be like, fuck. That'd be the best prank to play on people in a, when we were in a welding class. <laughs> Put something in front of their uh, their shade or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to turn back on. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. So we were we were talking on the Bailey show. You know, I do that one question with Brandon, and I had a question. Is your thinking voice different than your speaking voice? Like the voice you hear in your head like you talk to yourself? Is that different than the voice you talk with? Well... Get the mic a little closer there. I think uh, it's the same in my head. But when I hear, like, I hear a difference in my voice compared to when I listen to myself on video Uh and, like, when I'm talking. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So is the voice in your head what you hear when you're talking, or is it what you hear when other people hear it? Oh, it's definitely what I hear when I'm talking. It's even better. It's even better? Yeah, my pronunciation straight up. Oh, it's like clear? Dope in my head. (laughs) You should give it a listen sometime. (laughs) So uh, what about fully deaf people? What voice do they use? You know what I'm saying? That's the question that I don't know if it has ever been answered. Like, if you can't talk, like... I guess you can't tell them what the voice is, you know? Yeah. I guess you... What... I don't know. I guess there's things in your head that you can't tell people because you can only, like, you have the thoughts. You can tell them your thought, but you can't really tell them what's happening. Yeah. Like, your your ability to put out more descriptive language is, is, is limited. Are you talking about speaking-wise? Your, yeah, your of, expression. Your, your expression is limited. Speaking? Yeah, speaking. What do you mean your expression is limited, though? Like, when you tell a really good story, uh-huh. you know, a deaf person is probably going to tell a very, or uh, he's probably going to sign a very direct message to you. Oh, okay, I get you. You know saying. what I mean? Yeah. Like, when, you, when you're able to speak, you can... Oh, you have a you know, different inflection and yeah. cadence and everything? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, so you're saying a deaf person, full deaf person, can't tell as meaningful as a story? Yeah, I just say they're, they're obviously just limited to an extent. Like, you know, that's just a hard thing to live with. Um, I'm very fortunate to not be that kind of deaf. Could you imagine being blind and people always saying like, "Oh, you see that red car over there, or that white car, I or, see that, or that, that green light chick?" Yeah, <laughs> I guess that'd be worse. What do you think would be worse? Like, would be the worst thing to see? Like. What would you miss the most seeing? Like, uh, I mean, we went blind tomorrow. I mean, yeah, beautiful women. <laughs> I think I would miss, I don't know, maybe food. You miss I mean, looking at your food? Yeah, because, I mean, think about it. You're just getting food. You have no idea what it looks like. You're just guessing, and you're just eating whatever, and you're like, you can literally still be blind, go into Chick-fil-A, ask for a chicken sandwich, and it's still going to taste like a chicken sandwich. <laughs> yeah, but you don't see it, you know? 
Then I like half the half the pleasure. Damn it! This was supposed to taste like a Big Mac. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, like eating half of it is the smell, right? You know. I would say half is smell and half is taste. So there's no visual. Visual is like one percent. You think so? That's just, that's the attraction. Once you're attracted to it, you're, you're heated up and heated up. What if Chick Fil A had like shitty bags though? Like the visual was off. I think the visual plays a big well, part in. Well, is there food. anything that you like that looks disgusting? Anything I like that looks disgusting? Oysters, shrimp. Um, yeah, I guess oysters. <laughs> venison. A dead deer that you just killed. <laughs> like, well, that doesn't look too weird. That's just like chunks of meat. What about uh, chicken and chicken livers? Chicken livers. Gizzard. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean that is weird, but I mean it just kind of looks like looks like fried. Um, I don't know, like what fried shoelaces. Gre- what about green beans? That looks disgusting, but I love green beans. What? Why does green beans look disgusting? Black eyed peas. What the hell is that? Like, now black eyed peas do look like, a little weird. They literally like, look like eyes. They look, look like, like gravel or something, but <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah. Now, but what do you got against uh, green beans? Oh, it's I got green. Nof- I got nothing against green beans. I'm just saying. It looks like, you know, grass, but it's actually delicious. Like, it doesn't look appetizing, but... Or, like, turnip greens. Like, turnip greens look disgusting. And kimchi? I don't know who the hell wants to eat oh, expired yeah. and, and decomposing lettuce. Like, Isn't it rotted, rotting coleslaw? Isn't that what it is? It's like rotting lettuce or uh, cabbage. Oh, cabbage, yeah. And they just put it in a jar and put it in the ground, uh, don't they? Gross. Who thought that was okay? Like, let's just let this food rot. Can you do that with other foods? I'm other? pretty sure it's just cabbage. Somebody, somebody was on their deathbed and dug up some cabbage and ate it, and somehow it stuck around. They were probably fucking uh, buried money in the backyard, and then one <laughs> they accidentally buried a, a jar of canned cabbage, and they're just like, I wonder if this is still good. Maybe some farmer was like, planting his life savings away and he was like digging for his life savings but he used it all up he was like well there's some cabbage down here let's eat it kid yeah <laughs> cook I it could, up honey because you could probably just leave it in the dirt right well it, oh i guess something would probably eat it then i think you got to put it in a jar i'm just thinking about how it was discovered like was it left in a jar was it left in the ground was it it's a chinese thing isn't it or japanese sounds like it kimchi yeah I think, yeah, I think it's from Japan, because they have it mainly at, what, Chinese and Japanese restaurants? It's not one of my go-tos. I, don't, I think I've had it one time, but... Yeah, I tried, right. I tried it one. Um, do, you know, uh, do you know my dad about broke his ankle today? Oh, no, what happened? <laughs> he was walking out the front door, and the side door of our house, walk out, there's a little mini porch, and then you turn right, go down the stairs. Well, he, like, missed the last stair or something and just twisted his ankle and fell. And he texted me when I was still working, like, what are you doing? I was like, still working. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then he texted Mr. Joe. Or Mr. Joe texted er, – he texted Mr. Joe, and he said, uh, what are you doing? He's like, just got off. You want to go to H&J's? He's like, yeah, we might need to go to the hospital first. <laughs> Wait, so your dad went to the ER? Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, or Summit. I can't remember which one it was. So when he texted Mr. Joe, was he laying on the front steps, or was he, like, upright in the house or something? Get the bike a little closer. Uh, it was, uh, he was on the ground next to the car in the gravel. <laughs> and he texted Mr. Joe and called you? 
No, he texted me. He said, are you on the way home yet? I was like, no, not yet. And he didn't ever say anything. So then I guess he called Mr. Joe. <laughs> but his ankle looks just, it's the same ankle as the left ankle. And it looked just like mine when I jumped over that uh, pool fence at Ruby's house. And I twisted my ankle and smacked my head on that car. <laughs> it wow. looks just like that. It's about it's about just as bad. That was terrible. That was that was you bastard. You we went to the RPM that night and I didn't have my wallet. I left it at Ruby's and all I wanted was just a, a Sprite or a Coke or something like that. And I was like, Oh, can you pay for this? I, I left my wallet. He was like, No, just fucking walk out. I was like, What I'm fucking hobbling here. I can barely fucking walk. <laughs> and then fucking two days later it turns out it was a broke ankle. You really did break your ankle? Yeah, it had it was it was fractured. Did you wear a boot? Yeah. It was that tall boot. Oh, wait. I think I do remember you wearing a boot. Because I remember I went to the station with a walker for like the first two days. And I was like, all right, I got to go to the damn hospital and figure out what's wrong with my ankle. They just what the swelling was just not going away? No. Yeah, no. I mean, it was swollen. It was purple. Because we went to uh, we went to Katie's house that night, remember? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sitting there with my foot, my swollen-ass foot on this concrete floor. It's cold as shit. And then I don't even know where. I guess we went home. Where did we go that night? Um, we went home. But um, so you, did your dad actually break his ankle, or did he just sprain the hell out of it? Uh, I think it's just really badly sprained. But there's like ligaments that are like messed up or something, which I don't even know what's worse, like a torn ligament or tendon, or just go ahead and breaking the bone. Definitely not breaking the bone. Breaking the bone. A whole, you know, whole other process, you know, more time. Yeah, but sometimes with the ligaments and the tendons and the nerves and stuff, I mean, they can, you know, never get fixed. Like, my, I still got nerve damage in my foot. It's still, uh, some spots are, like, numb and real tingly. Yeah. But, I don't know, this leg is fucked. I've had four surgeries on this leg, something like that. All because of that one break? Yeah, I had the cast when they had to set it, and then... They put the rod in, and then they had to do a surgery when this the cast rubbed a hole in my fucking ankle. And then, oh god, that was disgusting, dude. That shit, that shit. Uh, my ankle looked like it was like a zombie just took a bite out of someone and then put it in the oven. I mean, it was like, oh, it was. You could see my tendon on top of my ankle sliding back and forth like a shoelace. Yeah, it really was something out of Walking Dead. Like that's a good way to describe it. That was like if. There was going to be an outbreak of something, like a zombie apocalypse or something. <laughs> My ankle would have been the first one. Because it was, I mean, oh, and once you got in the, the bath, it was just all festered up. And it looked like uh, looked like alien pus or something like that. It was disgusting. And I had to go to this fucking this doctor lady like once a week to do what it was called debreeing. Basically, they just scrape all the fucking skin off and uh, all the dead skin. And, I mean, it's still attached. They're just fucking ripping it off. That hurt so bad. And then she would get to the point, and you could see the tendon. It looked like a gummy worm, like one of those gummy worms that aren't sour. And it was just, like, on two sides. It was, like, splitting the red seed. There was, like, red meat on either side. And then just this, like, clear, whitish gummy worm going through the middle. And then mm. on the second to the last time when I was getting debris done before she sewed it up, it, oh, it was – you could – see the tendon it was like so close to the top i was like oh my god i wish i would have videoed it did they not think about like giving you like uh, a skin graft they did yeah 
But uh, when they kick it off your butt or something, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now they saw my ass. They're like, "This ass is too perfect to be taking skin off of." <laughs> <laughs> and they give you. They finally give you a, a circumcision. And you yeah. force them. <laughs> Uh, I've been waiting for this day, man. <laughs> I got a little skin right here. You can go ahead and take as much as you need. Um, <laughs> like, I got some of my penis on my ankle. <laughs> wait, so let me clarify. Are we all circumcised? Like, we're all in America normally circumcised, right? Uh, unless you got, like, a little sheath to hide your penis, like the tip of it, then you're circumcised. Okay, yeah, I don't have that. <laughs> yeah. Some people got, like, a tube, and they got to put, like, so, coconut butter on it and shit. Jewish people, they are born and they decide or they're, they're not normally circumcised, right? Or is that Amish people? I think Jewish people were the ones that started that, you know, like the kosher and the the penis clipping. I don't know who thought of that either, man. Like, who, who the fuck thinks of this shit? <laughs> well, like, you I'm know, we really don't need this extra slide right here. Well, they cut it off because uh, apparently it, it's a good spot for bacteria and, and um, disease yeah. to get in. That's why you're supposed to... You got to clean it a lot if you're yeah. not circumcised. But uh, I was watching this bizarre food with Andrew Zimmer one time, and he went into this village in Africa uh-huh. where uh, every uh, newborn, the elder, eats the foreskin. What? Yeah. Like the oldest person there eats the foreskin? Yeah. <laughs> what? It's so disgusting. Like Andrew Zimmer was like, I can't do it. Uh, he didn't he, eat it? No, he didn't do it. <laughs> He's like, there's I'm a lot of people... I, I'm sure he said, I'm not a cannibal. Like, I just can't do it. Yeah, I mean. Well, people this, eat. Like, like so that it's this village where they all, it's like a rite of passage. And they they get circumcised when, like, the kid's, like, eight or nine years old. What? Is like, that... like, the kid becoming a man. <clears throat> so they cut his foreskin off. And the kid's screaming bloody murder. <laughs> it's like that fucking movie watch, the, the Green Inferno. Oh, that, yeah, that movie was bad. That was based on a true story where they would sew up the vaginas or whatever. Oh, my God. That shit was crazy. That happened? Yeah. That's what they did in there. Remember they would... I don't remember that part. They Or they'd cut the lips off or something like that. Oh. And then they'd, they have their, they bound their legs together for like six weeks while it healed. I don't know how they pissed. I don't fucking know that. I mean, I feel like that would get infected. I guess it just ran down their legs. Ugh. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> Yeah, something non-medical. Oh, shit. I got to get coffee. Coffee. I hate that. It's one of those things, like, I'll forget, and then it'll, I'll keep forgetting because I don't think of it, and you know, after 9 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think of anything that you need until, you know, it's, it's late as shit. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I guess that's like a bittersweet having a gas station. I mean, the gas station is literally right through the woods. It's an eighth of a mile, a sixteenth of a mile from the house, Argus's. Yeah. And it's it's a bittersweet because you, you know you can get your necessities there, but it's so much more expensive over there. Yeah, I just wish uh, I had like a golf cart or a four wheeler I could ride over there. We need to just make a trail through the woods there. There is what's that road that goes behind it though? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you could just come out on that road. What is that road? I'm gonna look it up. I don't know what it is. It's I think it's got trailer parks back there, right? What? Pretty sure it's a trailer park back there. I wonder if that's why my uh, wonder if that's why my barn door was open the other day. <laughs> you think like the trailer parkers are coming yeah, over I here? Know. I mean, there ain't nothing in there worth stealing, but I think it just probably swung open because weren't you and Justin messing with it the other day, trying to get it fixed, trying to get it right, or something like that? You might. Weren't you and Justin messing with it the other day? 
the door? Yeah, on that day we were messing with it. I'm pretty sure we closed the doors when we were done. And then Justin come in, and he's like, hey, did you open the barn? I was like, no. And he said the doors were left wide open. That's why I'm curious. Did you find that road over there? It's just right. Did you find the road on the maps? Uh, I'm just responding to this customer. Oh, so you're not looking at the maps? Uh, I'm doing, I'll do it now. Okay, we'll I'll figure out the road. we got to figure out if we can get a trail through there to get to the gas station. We can okay. ride a, you can get a little llama or you can ride that over there. I'm trying to get the satellite where I can see trees and stuff. Okay, here we go. Terrain. That's what I want to see. You see it back there? Trailers? I mean, they got a lot of tree coverage over there, though. Okay. Oh, wow. There's a business called Versatile Security Corps. Where? Right behind Nifty Food. And there's a street. All right, so if you go down this road, it goes to the left. Dude, we ought to just drive. We ought to just go down this right now. <laughs> Figure out what's back there. I could have swore it was a... It's, it's called Heinz Street. Heinz Street, not Heinz Road. Okay, Heinz Street. I mean, I just always see like... All right, so no, actually off of 27 is called Ralph Evans Road. Ralph Evans. Yeah, 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 yeah. That and sounds you, right. It, there's a, a loop and then a road that goes to the left called Heinz. It dead ends. And... Uh, I mean, yes, there's a, there is a swamp in between my house and Nifty, but I'm sure we I mean, should. We'll build a little bridge, go over, you know. Yeah, I'm sure we can bridge. get a little trail going. We'll, we'll have to do that. That'll be a fun adventure to do. We'll be I going. Mean, you got to. You live so close to a gas station, you know. Yeah. You have your own little access road. Who owns this land between Nifty and here? Well, it's probably just government land. I mean, it's nothing but swampy area. Oh, uh, we'll be all right. They don't. There's AAA quality upholstery that yeah. we'll be walking behind. That's where I got. Um, that's where I got my seats done in the truck. Yeah. And he, I don't know. That guy's a little sketchy though. He's got a lot of got a lot of junk back there. He might think we're trying to pick. So can't slow down when we get behind him. <laughs> all right, I'm looking at the satellite. Okay, there are a few houses back there. Which is no big deal. We can just walk on the road. Um, we'll have to go out there uh, maybe like Sunday. Just kind of like walk through there. Because, I mean, it can't be far. I mean, really, you probably don't even have to chop. You just take a little machete and just get knock a little bit of brush out the way. Just get yeah, a good foot it, trail going down. It wouldn't take long. I mean, okay, so if we actually wanted... Wait. Where the hell is Nifty? Oh, yeah, Nifty is way over there. So, yeah, we would want to get on that road. We got to walk behind, like, walk by, like, one house and two businesses, I think. Or maybe it's just two businesses. Nah, I mean, shit. If we had a four-wheeler, the trail would make sense. But there's no sense in just, like, walking through the woods at 930. <laughs> it takes you damn 20 minutes to get there by foot. No way. There ain't no way it would take you 20 minutes. I mean, I'm looking at all the GPS. Like, think about it. You take a left out of your driveway, you go 300 feet, you take a left, and you go 700 feet. I think it would take you 15, 20 minutes to walk there. If you were deciding to walk up on the road, on the side of the road, I think it would take you 15, 20 minutes. I don't think so. There ain't no way. I think so. It takes you, it takes you 45 seconds to drive there. All right, well, I'm already on... What is? I'm already on Google. Let's see how much it takes to walk there. 
Yeah, see that and then see how much it takes to... I mean, the lowest it's going to say is one minute. Okay. I'm guessing it, t- it says like seven minutes, six minutes. Son of a bitch. It says exactly seven minutes yeah. to walk. <laughs> there ain't no way it's 15 minutes to, to get there. walk by the road. Yeah, so it'd probably just take you five minutes to just walk through the woods. Because yeah. you don't have, then you ain't got to go up this road and then over. You're just kind of diagonal. Yeah. It's like that pe- Pythagorean theorem shit, you know? It'd be a five minute, what? A five minute drive? No, that thing's got to be tweaking. Oh, that's because it wants you to go. What the hell? Apparently, you're not supposed to. Take a left off this road? <laughs> Apparently, you're supposed to go down that. You're supposed to veer off to the right and go all the way around in a circle to come up on the nifty. What the fuck? Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> All yeah. right, well let's go let's go explore that uh that trailer park or whatever the hell's back there and then we'll uh we'll see if we can Yeah, that is odd. That is a very bad map. Um all right, so we're gonna go try and make a trail through the woods. We gotta be careful doing it at night. All right. Well we're doing some con what, what do you call it? We're doing recon recon tonight by truck. We're gonna go down <laughs> that road. See what we got over there. We're gonna go to the dead end, we're gonna break into the house on the dead end and we're going to uh, break into the house. We're going to break in and say, hey, we're going to make a trail here. You're going to be okay with it. <laughs> yeah, we'll show up at fucking 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> Dude, they probably, uh, you know, that might be normal for them back there. They're like, oh, just some more crackheads. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they're cool people like them. We can drive by. I don't know. like. I'm telling you, we got to meet your neighbors, man. got to yeah. meet neighbors one day. Got to have a big old party. I guarantee, I mean, these people next door, they got like an RV. Who's living here? Are they, like, renovating the house? I don't know what they're doing with that RV. It just showed up one day. Yeah, showed up, but doesn't it sometimes disappear? Someone's living in it because they got the damn uh, electrical cord plugged into it. So someone's living in there. I don't know. Maybe the maybe it was, like, a husband, and they're, like, separating, just living outside, or maybe they're remodeling the house. But I haven't seen any, like, trucks or anything come in there. You know, no wood deliveries or nothing. So, I don't know. Well... Yeah, we got. We'll make a. We'll make an episode on uh, meeting the neighbors. I'm still. Meeting the neighbors. I'm still thinking about that whole thing. Like it's got to be something that involves a bunch of complete strangers. Like. Wait, what do you mean? Oh, like, you talking to just the experience? Yeah, like. Well, you're not I, complete strangers. Your neighbors. Like, do I want to meet them all at once? Gather them all at my house, or do I want to go? Oh no 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 no! Knock on doors. I would do that. Yeah. We got to give them something, though, you know? Yeah. Maybe have your mom, like, bake some cookies and, you know. Like, mom, can you make some cookies so I can go meet the neighbors? I, mean, I would not suggest having them all over here at once because you're going to have some people that probably don't like each other, maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't I know the heat like, in this neighborhood. But. I could be, like, reigniting a uh, neighborhood yeah. feud. <laughs> you could, uh, or you might get someone over here that's, like, really fucking weird, you know? Oh, yeah, they don't want to leave. And then, like, I've created that this or, friendship. Yeah. Oh, God. And then it's your neighbor, you know? Yeah. We had, apparently, speaking of, like, old neighborhood gang shit, we, uh, what? apparently, you were just talking about that, reigniting some gang or some oh, anger. I thought you were telling me, I thought you were telling me about some gang neighborhood. No, 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 no. Yeah, I but, couldn't reignite a feud. But apparently, when we moved into, a or my parents built our house, right before that, it was, like, two years before that, they used to have, uh, street races, like, up and down our road all the time. On Walton? Yeah, uh, yeah, 
the people would set up on Wait, the side of the road. You don't want me to put your address out there? I mean, I was thinking about that, but then again, it's it's <laughs> it's already on Google, so people already know it anyway. Yeah. Uh, but nine nine zero Walton Road. People. <laughs> 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 what is it here? One six one Ball Street. <laughs> I mean, my address is that on Google anyway, either for my business. So. Yeah. We're kind of screwed either way. Don't show up on our houses, goddammit. <laughs> we have gun. But no, they used to they used to drag race down up. They would do like tournament style drag racing I, I, up and I down th- Walton. I threw Walton out there because that's the last place I would consider to drag race. Because you told me that somebody died um, in a Corvette on that curb on Walton. Well, yeah, that's in the curb, but like right there in front of my house in that stretch where Chris's is and everything. It's that's a, that's a pretty straight stretch. I guess. I mean, you can see a long ways, but they said that people would have set up like a, they had like concession stands out there and shit like that. What? And someone would bring like popcorn, someone would have drinks set up, have a grill, and they'd have lawn chairs in the ditch just watching them race, which is the worst place to watch a race from is in a ditch. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> you got to be elevated. Yeah. Got to get high and away from the, the fire. I'm sure that field was an awesome place to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, up on the yeah, up on the hill right there. Yeah, yeah, it probably was. I don't. That's know. a beautiful field. Yeah, it's a shame they're putting a neighborhood there. Oh, you talking about that field? Yeah. Yeah, they put um, I think they're putting twenty homes there. They all look about the same. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> well, shame, at least shame. at least they're decent houses. They're they're four hundred and up. So. Yeah, I mean that's just becoming the new the new two fifty neighborhood, you know. The new what two fifty? Yeah. Oh, so you're saying the new the 400 is the new 250? Yeah, we don't we don't want another like the places they're built around um, Poplar. Poplar is like Canterbury and Grant Mill. Well, those are just those are apartments or condos or something like that because they're they're not selling them; they're just leasing them. Yeah, that's almost even worse though. I mean, See, I don't know. Yeah, it could be worse. Like typically, you want you know good homeowners like. Around downtown Newton, like, why can't they build those homes anymore? Oh, those big, nice homes? Or just those small, cute brick homes. I don't know. It's just... Like, why can't we a, have one of those... The developer just comes in, and he's like, oh, it's cheaper to build this. We just have two or yeah. three different style of homes, and we just build them out. <sighs> I want to know how they were able to do that. Like, like they used to buy cat like homes out of a catalog back then. Like, why didn't they do that back then? Why are they all of a sudden doing it now? What do you mean? Why was there quality homes back then and not now? Like, you can't buy a quality home. Is that what you're saying? Well, you'd have to. I mean, you got to build your own home if you want to. Or you just got to buy an older home. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, as far as neighborhoods go, why? Nowadays, when you, when people build a neighborhood, they're all the same. They're all cheap, cheaper. Um, but they're, ne- they're just easy to crank out, you know. If you but, got if you got all unique homes, and you know, you got different floor plans for each one, different things you got to do. But if you got just three styles of homes, you know, after the first twelve homes, I mean, you pretty much got it nailed on, you know, how to get it, how to get it done. Yeah, I mean, I just. I mean, they still have nice neighborhoods. Like, yeah. Oh, red, yeah. Like I mean, I'm not, I'm not dissing on neighborhoods. I mean, Summer Grove is only, you know. Summer Grove's a nice neighborhood. It's freaking huge. Yes, yeah, 2,600 homes, I think. But for some way, I mean, they, the, I mean, it's a good, it's, it's not like a poor neighborhood. Yeah. Like I mean, Corn Crib. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are some, you know, lower-end neighborhoods, but, I mean, they're they're not the – usually the the pre – like the three-style homes, usually they start off good. Then they usually go downhill after, like, 10, 12 years. Yeah. But if you live in an area like Redwine or Summer Grove, you know, yeah, that's going to stay up. Redwine will hold its value. Yeah, well – all righty. Well, anything else you want to add there, August? Before we go do what, some recon. What was? Oh yeah, reconnaissance. Reconnaissance. I wish I had night vision. He had a what? Night vision. <laughs> we're just hanging out the side of the truck, looking around. <laughs> Staring through the windows. Yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll take Schmitty with us. She'll uh, we'll let her loose and scope it out. She'll find a way back home. Yeah. What if they had like a, they had like a leash for your dog, but it was like a magnet. You know, like you just held one magnet in your hand and the another magnet in the collar. And the dog like, had to struggle to go and get away for a sec, but was always still in the constant pull of the magnet. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm just saying you could like, you know, turn it up or down and then, you know, they'd be able to go so far, you know. We have the same thing with a leash. That'd be weird. I mean, that's a cool concept, but it'd be like, I feel like it'd be a strain on the dog. Oh, what's the difference in that? And it got a leash on them. I mean, what if you turn that thing all the way up and the dog comes launching back at you at like a hundred? <laughs> well, I'm gonna have some kind of safety protocols, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I just kind of thought about that. You know, like a wireless leash. Must be. You know, now you're getting a. Uh, uh, you gotta have a, just a smart ass dog. Well, I guess you could have like a wireless, uh, like a uh, electric fence. You know, just having your phone. If the dog gets so far away from your phone, it shocks them. Oh, but they'd yeah. have to learn that after a while. Yeah. I mean, my friend Ray has that thing. He has, like, this thing. I think it's on, well, something he carries. And he just, like, beep, beep, and the dog knows to come back to him. Oh, is it, like, tell it in its collar? Yeah. And then, does it, like, I, vibrate him or, like, just the beep, beep? I think it's just a vibration thing. But I know a lot of people have the electric scent, like, like a wireless scent. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I'll probably get if I get a dog. Yeah, I mean, they're not too bad to put in the ground. You just buy the kit and just Cheap. You know, plow it in the ground, and you know, you just put the collar on them. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't think you even have to bury it. I think you just. Well, there's some of them where you put a perimeter. You know, mm-hmm. you set a perimeter with the wire, yeah. and when they get you know too close, beep. Or yeah, shock. or it shocks them. Yeah, but what I found out is it only works from like if you're higher than like three feet off the ground, it doesn't work. Because we, yeah. we hit a dog fence at a irrigation job one time. Uh-huh. We kept putting it back together, and I would take the shock collar and hold it above it to make sure it was working. Like, not shocking myself, but just holding it and feeling it. And if the dog can jump three feet, they're going to be able to get over the fucking the uh, the fence. Damn. Which I was like, okay, well, that's not good. But, all right, well, I think that wraps it up for this episode. What is this, number six? We got to end it? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? No, I keep on going. <laughs> keep on going, August. What what's on your mind over there, August? What are you looking at? Um, I mean there's all kinds of stuff on my mind. I'm really thinking about this building a garage on the side of my house and I just exciting and I'm just you know, brainstorming all the time. Yeah, I don't know if anyone knows if this is legal, but can you bust up your back pad, like your back patio, like a concrete one? And just pour a new, bigger one without, like, any permits from the city? Yeah, I mean, well, I heard this thing on YouTube. It was like, because it's technically not, if anything, if it's a, 
if it's technically not attached to the house, then you don't have to have a permit. But if it is attached to the house, then you do. Well, it would be attached to the house, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Just leave like two inches all the way around. <laughs> yeah. It's not attached. It's not attached. I mean, seriously, that would be, and they would be like, all right, well, it's not attached. So. Yeah. But I don't want to do that. I want it to be attached to the house. Yeah. But, I mean, the pad is just so shitty. It's, like, got this really big hump uh, on one side, and then it's just really small, and it's obviously um, hand-poured. Like, the guys didn't even put a border around it. They just, like, let it flow <laughs> Let and it stop. go where it wants. Yeah. It'll fill in the holes, Ronnie. That's where the pad will go, where it yeah. needs to. <laughs> so, I'll probably be busting that shit up this weekend on Sunday. On God Day. God's Day. God will give me the strength. No. He'll, uh... Help me break that shit apart. You think so? Yeah, I thought God... Oh, I guess God doesn't rest on Sundays. I guess, I guess we're supposed to. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll, face, I'll uh, take some time and bust and rock building character with God. <laughs> what are you going to use, a sledgehammer? Uh, I'm going to use that. I'm going to use my angle grinder with a masonry wheel and... Or as Crash Clark would call it, an alien spaceship cutter. Yeah. Are you talking about with the monolith? Yeah. <laughs> that shit was funny, yeah. Yeah, I'll use a grinder with a wheel and uh, a digging bar and a hammer. Where are you going to put all that shit at? Well, I was hoping my good buddy would be able to use his ditch witch and dump it in the wood line. <laughs> well, if I'm going to use the bring the fucking ditch witch over, I might as well just pop the fucking patio up with the ditch witch. Man, you can do that. I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> I was like, there's the offer. Thank God. I was like, I'm over here. Like, I'm using all these hand tools. I'm going to use my grinders. I hope he offers to pop I mean, it up. <laughs> I, I will have to use a uh, sledgehammer. Like, like, I'll do my best to cut it as close to the house, but I'll have to use the digging bar to like, kind of chip chip the... Uh, oh, get it away from the house? Yeah. So we don't rip the whole fucking foundation off? Yeah. Well, and I still got to get 811. Do they work on Sundays? Yeah, I don't know. Do they work on Saturdays? Yes, they do. Okay. They might work on Sundays. I think they might. I'll call them. And, uh, I mean, it should be good. Everything everything runs to the front. Yeah. Did, did you look and see where your water came in at? Because you I'm don't just, have gas. I'm just afraid that the septic, because you know I got that. Well, they're that, not going to mark the septic. Well, I got. Huh, really? You got sewage anyway. I got the sewage, that pipe in the corner of the wall, though. Have you seen that? Yeah, they, they don't. They're not going to mark that. They only mark. Water, gas, power, AT&T. So what would happen if I hit... I mean, what, yeah. what would happen if I hit the line that goes to the septic tank? The sewage? Yeah. Uh, You'd have to repair that. Would shit start overflowing out of it? I don't think it's pressurized, so no. I don't think so. It's not pressurized, I don't believe. I believe it just drains down. Yeah, what, shit, what is a shit pipe made of? What size? Cast iron. Oh, what size? Like four inch, I think. Four inch cast iron? I think so. They put cast iron back in the ground nowadays? Oh, uh, new shit? No, probably not. It's it's plastic, oh, I would okay. imagine. I mean, PVC just lasts a whole lot longer. Oh, yeah. You know, no, so much no. easier to work with, too. Yeah. Costs less. It's lighter. I mean, I don't have a problem with shitting down cast iron, but I do have a problem with drinking out of cast iron. Yeah. Much rather we, have PVC water on. We worked at a, a house. I mean, the... The, the guy was talking about he had bad water pressure, and we, we cut his water line. It was a cast iron line, one of old houses in downtown Noonan. 
And it was like, I mean, you couldn't even get a like a, th- a sewing needle through that fucking uh, water line because it just there's just so much buildup that just corrosion and everything just builds up on the uh, inside. Yeah. Of, uh. It just slowly closes up. You couldn't even get a needle through it. Yeah, I mean, it was like a pinhole is all that. I mean, it was like a you know three quarter inch line, and he was probably getting it was probably an eighth of an inch. God, that's crazy. I mean, it was it was small. And that's gross too. Yeah, the good thing about PVC, I mean, it just, you know, just kind of flows through there. Doesn't really stick a whole lot. Yeah, you, you get all the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so was that stuff in the cast iron, was it hard or was it soft? It was hard, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's, yeah, I guess I've ever had the hard. Then the soft stuff getting in the water? Then just sludge finally breaking through and getting in your shower or something. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's a, uh, but yeah, they're only going to mark. I don't even know why the fuck they mark for water because they, they only mark the water main. They don't mark the water coming from the street to your house because they don't put tracking wire on it. Oh, like a metal tracking wire? Yeah. And then you, you don't have gas, and your power and AT&T both come from the sky. Right. So, I mean, they're not going to mark for anything else. So, I don't think anyone, anything will be going under the, underneath that pad anyway. So, it should be fine. Yeah, I have to let you take a look at that hump there. It looks like something's under there. What do you mean, under there? Under the hump. Like they buried something? Maybe. What if it's like a body? Uh, maybe a baby. It's not that big of a hump. <laughs> maybe it might have just, they might have just done a shitty job and water got underneath of it and just kind of, you know, built really up or bubble. something. Really bubble. I mean, it really is bulged. So, I'm going to cut it apart. Well, alrighty. Well, I'll bring that motherfucker over here on Sunday, I guess. I got to get that irrigation job done tomorrow on Saturday. We're recording this on a Friday. You're hearing this on a Sunday. If you're hearing it after than that, you're late to the party. Was it after than that? That's a real word, right? Real That's phrase? Cool. After than that? After than that? After than that day? After that day? After than that day. Like, if you're later That's, than after the day. You're not speaking English <laughs> That's a good way. That's a good outro. Like you'd be like, "We're recording this on Friday. I'm doing this on Saturday. You're hearing this on Sunday." I mean, I don't know. Well, we just did that. that yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm the cool. Was, oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> it was like rhyming. It sounded like a an outro. It was. That's what it was. That was the plan. And then I said, "After then that." Yeah. Maybe. And I was like, "Oh shit, is that a real phrase?" But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go do some fucking reconnaissance and get this fucking trail built. We will talk to y'all next weekend, next Sunday. Oh, boy, we had a long one this week, August. Clocking in at what? how, how long do you think it was? Oh, on this yeah. podcast? Uh-huh, yep. We probably clocked in at, oh, shoot, 9 o'clock. No, how long How long have we been recording? Since 9 o'clock. Uh, close. We've been, it's, it's been 50 minutes, so. Dang. It's been a long podcast. Well, we're going to talk to you next week, next Sunday for episode seven. We believe this is episode six. Anything else you got to say over there, August? That's it. I'm All right. Here. Bye. Here turn it off. Yeah, here we go. See ya.